Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Chris Roach. He's a UW-Whitewater grad and an entrepreneur who started his own company called Recruit Shoot. Chris, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. So I usually like to start these podcasts with first-time guests, especially those with startups, by asking what the company does. So can you explain what Recruit Shoot is all about? Yeah, absolutely. So Recruit Shoot, to put it simply, is like a LinkedIn book for college soccer recruiting. So when athletes are going through that journey and they get to the high school age and they're looking at going on to play predominantly at college, sometimes onto the professional level, there isn't really a good tool to help connect them with college coaches. And a lot of these tools that existed in the past have been more of email directories and just kind of mass marketing profiles out to college coaches. So we wanted to create a network that was actually going to connect the player with the college coach and allow the players to search for different schools based more on this holistic approach, so more of the academics as well as the athletics. So it allows the player to come in and research thousands of schools and connect directly with the college coach. Cool. So is it mostly meant for use by the the potential players or do the do the coaches have kind of like, is there a coach side for this as well? Yeah, so it's, it's two-sided. So you have the players and the clubs that can create their profiles and it's a way for them to promote themselves essentially. Okay. And on the back side of that, we have just over 500 college coaches that are coming in actually using our tool to recruit different players. So you can come in and say, I'm looking for a right back in Wisconsin that graduates in 2019 with a 30 on their ACT score. Mm. Show me a list of players that match that criteria. Oh, wow. So it's 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 the, the chicken and the egg where you have to bring both sides at the same time. Um, it's more of a two-way street, and that's what has been the kind of largest thing to overcome right from the beginning is, is creating this dual-sided marketplace. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a way to, to connect the two of them together rather than just be a one-way email kind of blasting profiles and doesn't really work very well when you do that, as I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> right. So you played soccer at UW-Whitewater. How many years were you on the team? I was on the team for all four years. Okay. Um, if you can't tell already, I was born and raised in England. Uh, most people think Australia, but it was in fact England. Uh, I grew up in Manchester. I played soccer my entire life. Mm. My grandparents played for, well, my granddad played for the United Reserves, a professional team out there. Um, oh. He got me involved in the sport from a very early age. I was always destined to, to play what I call football um, mm-hmm. and I got to that age of 17, 18 where I wasn't good enough to go on to play professional but I didn't want to let the dream die. So for me the next best alternative was to come over to America and play at the collegiate level. Mm. Now obviously playing at White I played at Division 3 level which again is something we always preach to our athletes is that you know Division 3 is actually quite competitive when you're looking at some of the top 25 schools. Mm. Um, in my time we were ranked as high as top 7 in the country. So again, for a small town of Whitewater, it was quite impressive to have that. Um, I then played at Whitewater for four years and started this business literally the day after my senior year finished. So I've been thinking of it throughout the season, didn't have the time to be able to really start this. And, you know, literally the day after I kind of started on this and I've been pretty much full time since then. I see. So can you walk me through your journey a little bit? How long did it take from when you kind of first had the idea really fully formed, what you knew you wanted to have it be, and how long did it take between that and actually launching the business? 
Yeah, I mean, as an entrepreneur, the idea is never fully formed. It's still, <laughs> even now we have different, you know, suggestions and, oh, that would be cool. Is this possible? You know, can we add this element to it instead? Um, you know, really for me, we were looking at 2017 around January, February time was really when we started actually um, putting pen to paper and coming up with different ideas. I went through the Launchpad program at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. It was a fantastic resource. We were given um, a grant to be able to go out and really do some research on whether this was something that worked. We then got paired with the computer software department at the school and had a lot of success with them um, at really building a minimum viable product just to get it into the market. It was nothing that was ever going to you know, compete you know, with some of our large competitors, but it was something that we could get into the market to see what the feedback was. Um, we actually took that to the United Soccer Coaches Convention in Philadelphia last January, largest convention for soccer coaches, um, I think in the world, definitely in America. Uh, and we took it down there and we had clubs queuing up to sign up and this was on our minimum value product, which had cost us less than $1,000 to build. And we had clubs that were you know, paying $300 to, to sign up to it. So that for us was really the... You know the I don't know what the word is. You know the the moment when you when you realize actually this is something that could work. Mm. We've then been very fortunate in this. You know the last ten months, um, we've now partnered with a company called Iron Forge. Um, I actually consult with them on the side with some of the startups. They're a a, a great software development firm, and they're very hands on, and they've been building our current product, um, which actually will be launching officially on December fifteenth. Um, so that's been a long way coming. That's been the last 10 months of designing and going back and forth with different clubs. And, you know, do you think this is going to work? Is this going to work? Meanwhile, at the same time, maintaining this minimum viable product, which we've had in the market now for the last, you know, 12 months. Mm-hmm. And again, we've seen clubs from all over the country sign up to that platform. That's really exciting. Must be a very uh, interesting time for you guys right now. <laughs> it is. We're busy. Let's just say that. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Not a lot of sleep right now. Right. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and I uh, hope to check in and, and learn more about your journey as you go forward. No problem. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from UW-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcast. UW-Madison is one of our state's greatest economic engines, accounting for $15 billion in economic impact statewide. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.